Welcome to Hope's Garden and the Bridegroom Speaks podcast with Laura Ercolino. I had a vision the other day that it's like God creating a soul, you know, creating a, a new human person, their heart. And as he's creating them, as he's forming them, he's singing to them. He's singing the song of songs to them. And it's like, it's just being engraved, inscribed deep in their hearts. And all the things in this fallen world, you know, <laughs> All the things that happen to us, all, you know, are just our fall in nature and the things, the choices that we make and the noise and distraction, we, we lose the sound of his voice and we lose this, the deep meaning that we are loved, this pure love of God for each one of us. And this song that he sings to each one of our souls gets all, there's too much noise and it gets lost. And I'm seeing that as we're doing these groups, and women are hearing the song and they're praying to Christ as their bridegroom and asking him to reveal the song that he's been singing to their hearts all along to show them, you know, how have you been wooing me? What is this love, unique love song that you have for my heart? Help me to hear it. And part of that is going back and asking him, well, how were you wooing me all along? How were you romancing me, calling it to me and drawing me? And then as you see, you know, the things that made you feel that either, you know, for some people it's this, well, in that moment I had this sense of peace in a time when I don't know where that peace would have come from except God, you know, and thinking about what was going on there and being able to see that was the bridegroom singing to me in that moment. And then it helps us then to be able to identify him here in this moment. As we start listening to the song, and I think it's so important to listen to the word of God read aloud and especially the Song of Songs, because it's a song. It tells us right in the title, it's meant to be sung. It's meant to be heard. And it's like something in us, I know it happened for me. I didn't understand it. And yet it, it stirred something deep in me. Like I, I want it to hear more. And I think of it kind of like when you hear the lyrics to an old song or you smell a scent and you think, wait a minute, I know that. Like, what is that smell? Like, I know that smell, but I can't, I can't place it. And it's kind of like I see that happening as we read the song and come to know the bridegroom, something deep inside of us remembers it uh -huh. and wants more, is drawn to it. And then the more that we allow him to sing to us and the deeper we go into it, it's, it's healing, it's transformative. I mean, I think that one line in, I think it's page 91, where it says the all transforming and transfiguring look of the bridegroom. It's like when you come to know him and you allow him, you lift the veil and let him look at your whole heart. You know, when you know it's safe to let him look even at those deep wounds and brokenness, his love is just healing and soothing and transforming. And we begin to blossom and become the women he created us to be. That return, that restoration to our original grace and beauty. Laura, the first time I heard the words bridegroom and bride was at my daughter's wedding maybe 28 years ago, and the priest addressed her husband as representing the bridegroom and the bride representing the church. And that was the last time I heard the bridegroom and the bride. And then when Dee spoke about it to me, I'm like, whoa, I never understood that all those years ago. I never understood the bridegroom and the bride. And now, I mean, God has his plan, doesn't he? Like 28 years ago, I heard those words and they came back. And I'm like, I want to hear about that. I'm interested in that. I think it's so helpful, Gloria, with this beautiful gift of the theology of the body. 
I don't think a one of us was raised with the idea that the Bible can be reduced to five words. God wants to marry us. Yeah. It, it, and that it begins with the wedding, the wedding of Adam and Eve. It ends with the wedding, the wedding feast of the lamb. And right smack in the middle, I mean, practically, if you count the number of pages, right in the middle is the Song of Songs. And we just weren't presented the Bible in the context of wedding. And as many TOB teachers say, we're more used to images of the vine and the branches, the good shepherd, the sower of seeds that lands on this kind of soil and that kind of soil and so forth. But really, we've missed the overarching theme of the Bible, which is God wants to marry us. And the minute we see that and claim that, the whole Bible takes on a whole different cast. You know, it just has a different color. I mean, this is ever ancient, ever new. It sounds brand new to us, but... (laughs) It does. And what you just said bubbles up so much joy in my heart that Jesus, God, wants to marry us. Us? Really? I change that and tell people, God wants to marry you. Like, you. And he is singing a love song and has been since the day he created you that only your heart understands. He has a unique, special song just for you. And I think we can get too lofty about what that song is and not realize that it's the smell of that coffee yeah. in the morning that yep. <laughs> really floats our boat. And if you're a half and half lover and you put the cream in, it just makes it, oh, so you can't wait you know, for that first sip that's going to wake you up. That's the Lord's song. We don't have to, it's so incarnational. It's so the word became flesh <laughs> that we don't have to look for some lofty, lofty thing. He's, he's singing to us in the most common ways when, when our ears perk up to his song. Right. We talk about kisses from heaven, yeah. you know, and recognizing his kisses and they're, you know, all those little tiny things throughout the day. It's like he's been here all along. He's been there with you all along, singing to you in all these little ways and big ways. It's just that we need to like, well, pray and ask him for dove eyes. Like he tells the bride at, the, at one point that now she has dove eyes. She has his eyes, spiritual eyes, eyes of the Holy Spirit, so that we can see. It's not that now all of a sudden he's coming. He's always been here. It's just now we're coming to this awareness and we have the eyes to see and to see these things as his song, as his kisses, and to recognize him as the bridegroom. He's never changed. We're reading it back, you know, several weeks ago in the cantata and about, you know, your love is more, is better than wine. And we talked about the wedding feast at Cana, how he, he let his disciples know right from his very first miracle that he is bridegroom, that he was the bridegroom of Yahweh had come. They knew they were waiting for a bridegroom and he's the same we've lost this awareness. We didn't know. And so it's not really that he's coming in a new way now, or he's somehow new. It's just, we have had these scales on our eyes and not able to recognize. We didn't know. And now that we're, we're just, we're learning to recognize him and see, and it's a whole new, a new language for us, a new vocabulary, but it's really like Bonnie said, it's so ancient. (laughs) There's really nothing new about it. It's just that it's so new for us. And it makes me sad to think that at this time in my life, I mean, I'm, I'm a cradle Catholic 
and I'm just being born to this. I mean, it's the same as the life in the spirit. I mean, I was born to that many years ago, but now this is a whole new, deeper road that I'm traveling. Like you said, the scales have been on our eyes and we haven't seen them. It's, I am so grateful. And I so wish that the rest of the people that I love could understand this because mm -hmm. it's so awesome. Thank you. It makes me think of there has never been a time like this, a time such as this. Eyes have not seen. I saw that like three, four years ago in my journal, and it's been each year I've been seeing it more and more. So even though he was here and we were not aware, I can't help but wonder if now's the time. Now's the time for him to come and say, I'm not waiting. I'm coming to you now. Those are words that he spoke to Lara a while ago when he kept telling her the bridegroom is coming. Help them come to know and love the bridegroom. She's like, okay, <laughs> how do I do that? And then like a year later, she's like, all I do all day long is talk about the bridegroom. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Hey, I chills anointing when you, when you said that, like he wants to be more known now. And I know he's spoken, you know, when you look at the cantata, it's such a beautiful book because it's been written by people in every age, right? There's throughout, you know, many different pieces of history who contributed to that. So he's always been obviously singing his song and making himself known as bridegroom over here and over there. It's coming together. And I'm sure people in, in many ages have thought now is the time. And I think just the, the access we have to each other, to materials, to learning, it's really a powerful time to be able to share him and for him to, to make himself more known. This moment right now, he had planned all this for us to be together, to be drawn to each other for the same purpose. Wow. The cantata is, we just open it up. We don't read it. We just open it up and the Lord will speak to us. Well, I mean, I, I read it, but then I also, my last prayer before bed is to go back to it and say, what do you want to sing to me tonight? And then that's just purely for my heart. So there's like reading it to come to deeper understanding and like knowledge, but then there's also letting him just sing it to you to come into your heart, you know, and letting, and that is more like praying with it than reading it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like a difference between. Yeah. Yeah, reading for understanding and prayer, making it your prayer. For more resources and our consecration to Christ the Bridegroom, visit hopesgarden.com, the sanctuary where the spousal love of Christ the Bridegroom heals hearts, marriages, and families.